conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Made it. Good morning. What up? Back is at you... the, the regular routine. <laughs> Check this. this is your new house, Will. I see your swimming pool. Business goes it's... well. New sponsors. Yeah, new sponsors are really kicking in the, the, good, <laughs> the good stuff. Uh, no, this is one of our newest properties for recreation vacation rentals. We're out here in Orlando, Florida. Um, so setting it up uh, for the next two weeks, you know, you know how much I love to install furniture and design and all that good stuff. So I got the I got the easy tasks out of the way yesterday. I installed our smart lock and our noiseware device. Shout out to noiseware. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, been a fun fun day, but 
got two weeks out here in the beautiful sunshine state, so I can't complain. Come on, beautiful life. Well, are the properties already on bedroom or not yet? Hmm? Are the properties already on bedroom? Yeah, I was waiting for you guys to sign the dotted line. Let's go. Okay. I think that goes the inverse direction. I think you signed with. No, I, I sent them the deal. They, they got it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll put you in the waiting list, but I hope you can be there in two years then. Yeah, sounds about right. What's so, with you guys? Uh, I was at LiveRes last week, uh, the partner conference in Boise. Now we're actually having to be remote again. What's, uh, what's new? Yeah, I was going to ask how was the, the conference? What are the takeaways? Um, takeaways. Uh, obviously, it was a partner conference. So I would say the partnerships that were formed in that, um, just overall, like what Livers has done, you know, they've created specific partnerships with specific companies. Um, they're partners of user software. Um, we're really into like the classes and the panels and everything else. They're just hungry to learn. I think there's a lot of new and innovating, exciting things to, to apply to our business. Um, you know, a couple of conversations that I heard were, you know, talking about hotels and, you know, how hotels and their markets are becoming actually competable and, you know, what they're trying to do to uh, implement uh, the best practices from them, but also how can they keep their uniqueness and style and operations and all the other stuff, partnerships, local destinations, um, local businesses, all that good stuff. So really good. Nice. Well, I had a buddy in town this past weekend, um, so had a good time. Uh, Auburn is building a new hospitality school, so one of my buddies runs the program and gave us a sneak peek of this new $117 million facility that's going to have uh, 30 or 40 hotel keys, six apartments, it's going to have a food hall, a brewery, teaching centers for um, for top Michelin star chefs that, that come through the university on a quarterly basis and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope so super excited for that to be open and that's be nice yeah Ross? I, traveled a bit. I traveled a bit it was nice a week ago I was in Turkey in Istanbul so they went to to F1 to raising. It was nice to just to travel a bit further, so it was, was really cool. So it was last week and uh, a week ago, and actually last weekend was just birthday weekends. So our small boy, Oliver, became two. I became a 25, so it was, uh, was good. 25. And you're looking, looking, uh, looking a little rough for 25. Let's get sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since, since we do this podcast for a year, just check the pictures a year ago and now you see what happened. So. I don't know if it's your hey. fault or... Uh, well, no, I, hear kids, I, I was going to say, I hear kids will do that to you. No, yeah. the past year, Ross, you looked younger from a year from now because you looked like you were about 80. Last no, year. A, year, a year ago was sharp, then it became really bad, actually, in between. Yeah, you and see that. And now it's a bit halfway, so I think I should need a haircut again anytime soon. Aging right before your eyes. They <laughs> <laughs> should give me some Botox for my birthday, but uh, all good. It was nice to travel again. And you can see what is nice that travel restarts a bit. I think we're just going to talk about it soon. But yeah. there's something scheduled, and that's actually pretty cool. So I'm super excited. I love it. Well, yeah, to kick it off, I think uh, we normally do what's with the noise. But this time, we're going with the uh, startup of the week. So, Michael Golden, you'll be last, my friend, today. But here we go. 
Oh, well, it's cool to be first now. Well, this one is Trip Actions, startup of the week. Can I call it still a startup? I'm not sure. I guess it's a scale up. If you look at the money they raised, 275 million in, in, in funds. Also realized that in January, they also uh, uh, raised actually 155 million. So in total, they raised 1.3 billion in total. Um, so yeah, enormous amount. So if it's still a startup, uh, maybe the way they think things could be, but amazingly what they have, have done so far, I think the valuation now is actually above 7 billion. So. Uh, what they actually do, they're a, a travel management, business travel management startup or platform. So they have big customers like Heineken and more. But it's interesting to see that actually there's so much funds comes available when a lot of people actually have the doubts is business travel coming back. Well, I think me, the coming weeks are start traveling again for conferences. I think things are restarting, but it's good to see there's a lot of hope and actually, um, yeah, that also the investment actually is booming actually in, in business travel. So good sign. So congrats Trip Actions for this massive fundraise. And uh, um, the question was, what is the next step? Is it IPO? Their, their CEO said not yet and probably in the future, but uh, probably not coming soon. Well, we predict a few IPOs and this one probably can be on the list. Uh, I will say maybe next or year after. Michael, floor is yours. So some interesting news came out this week. I don't know if you can hear it yet. But... Yeah, that's right. Porsche has gotten into hotels. So Porsche Design has had partnerships with Adidas, making some really cool shoes. They've built some really expensive clothing items. And now they're in hotels. They're, they're planning to launch 12 to, to 15 hotels in the coming years and probably charge an extreme premium for those that love the brand. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this later in the show, I'm sure. But super interesting to see cars now getting into hotels and what kind of uh, hospitality they'll be able to bring with it. And then secondly, back from the ashes, uh, Zeus housing came from uh, what would seems like they were closing their doors during COVID, totally turned it around and, and locks in 55 million to build flexible rentals, which was always what they were on a mission to do. But I think the market, and we've talked about flexible rentals a lot on this show, the market's pretty ripe for it and clamoring for this type of product. So congrats to Zeus and well done to navigate COVID and, and come out with a really big check to, to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I uh, was impressed with the Porsche announcement because I got to, in my early days with Marriott, um, got to meet Dr. Wolfgang Porsche himself um, as a front desk agent. So they had a big event at our, uh, I one of our pro I one of our properties at our property, and uh, there are some wow. diehard fans. So imagine imagine the hotel that they're going to have uh, with a lot of those Porsche diehards that are going to probably book it out for the first year. 
I don't hope the sound what you showed, Michael, is something what they have in the rooms because for sure it will be a good solution for noise aware, right? So, yeah, if they just pump noise <laughs> like that into the hotels, this is going to be a great partnership between noise aware and. But was it the real engine or was it the fake one? Because I think on the electric vehicles of, of Porsche, I think if you look at the Taycan, they're just building speakers, right? They're building yes. speakers in the car just to have a sound because otherwise it's just there's yeah. none. That was so. the 2021. 911 Turbo S. I thought so. <laughs> I just want to say it. I was doubting with GTS or RS, but yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was real. That was a real one. It wasn't a. It wasn't one of those model hotel things that they're. I mm. yeah, been doing. <laughs> but it's interesting because you see more other brands, right? I don't know other car brands who move into this space. Uh, for sure, Mercedes or something. They own some hotels in Stuttgart. I won't, I won't be surprised. But if you're looking at is it close brands, it's pretty common, right? When you look at Versace, Armani, those they're own, they're having hotels. Maybe I think this is maybe one of the first one who used the brand actually for um, for building a well a hotel brand. So I'm curious well, if more will follow. I don't say Dacia. Hotel sounds really sexy, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it is an interesting trend, maybe not of cars getting into hotels, but of people leveraging their brands. And we've talked about the Kayak Hotel a lot, right? Kayak's got a big brand, and now they've flagged the hotel. And Porsche is really well known for their design. So now they're designing numbers of hotels. Who's gonna uh, Who's gonna do the management? Is it Lifehouse? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That'd be interesting. We will see. Um, who, who's the next brand that needs to get into it? Actually, before we do that, there's there's beer companies that do it. Like, doesn't BrewDog have its own hotel? And well, I think there's a there. I know that for sure. There's been a lot of pop ups. Uh, Taco Bell did a pop up hotel out in um, uh, shoot. Where is it? California, uh, Palm Springs. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, I think that pop-up mentality, you know, to test out the waters and then, you know, why not jump in? Why not have a Taco Bell hotel with a Baja Blast Fountain <laughs> in the lobby or something like that? Uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be pretty interesting. But uh, you guys know what Churro is, right? So like the, it's like an Airbnb type platform for, for vehicles. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of, uh, not that it's a brand that's going to get into hotels, but I think that's going to become a, you know, a tie of amenity for a lot of these. Like, well, the same you can see with the Heinekens, right? So Heineken was owning several hotels. I don't know if they still do. They didn't really use the brand, right? I think L'Europe Hotel in Amsterdam, one of the better hotels in Amsterdam, was actually owned by, by them, if I'm correct. But they didn't really use the name. It was more the ownership. Now you can see that Porsche is really going to use their name, probably, right? I'm curious if they're really going to just add their name to the hotel chain, to the brand, or just owning, for example, I'm for sure Mercedes is owning, I, I won't be surprised, some hotels in Stuttgart or in Vassel because they're just half of their people, visitors to go to Stuttgart are coming from Mercedes. So I don't know if, they, if they're going to use their brand. I'm pretty curious what's going to happen in, in, in there. But yeah, Porsche is always famous for design, right? So they can for sure do something there. Um, what uh, what brands do you want to see in hotels? Me? I would just say we're pretty, well, if it will be Google, I will be scared because probably they record everything what I'm saying and doing in the room. So I'm not sure if it will be Google. Apple will be pretty fancy. I love Apple stuff. So it will be pretty fancy to see some Apple gadgets all around. Pretty Probably it will be pretty wide room, I guess so. So there pretty, were, pretty minimalistic. There were but... talks of Apple getting in hospitality about 10 years ago. Um, but... 
I never saw it. The same with cars. Why is still not there? So let, let's see. They, they have some announcements later today, so I don't think they're going to announce right. in the hotel chain so far cars, but uh, we'll, we'll be cool. If we learned one thing from COVID, <laughs> we want to own hotels. <laughs> that, might, that might plummet the stock. Um, yeah. I would love to see Delta open up a hotel. I don't know about I was gonna. I was going to say, <laughs> man, if I, if I hear Golden talk about Delta, <laughs> yeah, that's that would be interesting. Airlines, why not? You know, why not have a hotel in their, their main city or their their hub is and um actually, actually corveno did it in the netherlands what they did they had their own uh, old 747 so actually the, what they did they just parked it it's it's near amsterdam and they just turned it into a hotel so you can just stay over in the uh, the 747 so they built some rooms in there so there's an opposite way of doing it but they convert the plane into little hotel. airplane toilets <laughs> i'm not sure i didn't go there yet but it will be uh, yeah at least you can be part of well it's not flying but otherwise you could be part of the special club but uh, in this case i'm not sure well, i think it's like a you think about it it might be a cool way for the loyalty rewards members to earn some more miles you know not only that they're earning miles uh, in the sky but they can also earn them on the ground it's kind of a good selling point for us loyal brand members out there uh golden who's dedicated to delta myself who's alaska marriott all that good stuff so it's a good idea yeah. but uh anyways i got distracted my my pool guy just showed up to the house too so uh, I was going to record outside, but then the lawn maintenance guys were there, and then now the pool guys, so glad I'm inside. Um, but I think the big topic for today, and this is where it's going to play into like predictions, um, is this a trend that is going to quickly go away, uh, or is this actually here to stay? You know, the, the long moment we've all been waiting for, international travel to come back, uh, not only for us in the U.S., but for you know, other countries to enter the U.S., so... Um, I think that's the the big news. Yeah, selfishly, I'm a you know the flights to Europe this year and back have been quite nice. They're <laughs> they're not crowded. They're empty and getting whole rows flying out and flying back. But as a shareholder in Delta, it's probably in my best interest that the uh, the international travel lanes open up uh, mutually. So, you still the majority or you sold your majority already? <laughs> oh man, I, I bought on the dip back in uh, <laughs> back in COVID times. So no, it's uh it's gonna be interesting, you know, the the big driver for international tourists are is either peak season, right? Or it's business travel. And now in November, we're not in peak season. And there's still not going to be a whole lot of international business travel, I would imagine. So opening in November is probably, I don't see a big bounce coming anytime soon. Maybe a lot of people coming to visit family that, that weren't allowed to previously. But So you don't, you don't think the holidays will get a big push? Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, anything like that? I mean, I don't Especially think you like celebrate Thanksgiving, so no. Um, well, I was going to say, there's probably a lot of people that have friends and family out here that do. So you never know. Well, maybe those focus right. It was lobbying to get these things open, right? Because one week later is focus right. So, uh, yeah. Might be Glenn Fogel made there. some calls to, to Biden to make sure it was open in time for focus right. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's good to see because if you see before, I didn't travel. I just took a flight. I did it for one and a half a year. 
last week I flew to Istanbul. Uh, Wednesday I fly to the Netherlands. In two weeks to London. Then it is in four weeks to uh, WTM. It is near Miami. So pretty cool. <laughs> things actually restarting. You can fly again. I just I really missed it. So I'm super excited. Let's hope that things stays under control. Right? You see some signs in some countries as it yeah, goes up again. But let's let's hope it will be under control. So we can continue uh, traveling. For sure. Do you guys think <clears throat> that's what I guess my question was going to be was, uh, do you think that it's going to stay open? Um, especially because I think we all know last year when flu season hit, guess what happened? Everyone went back I, into lockdown. So I'm kind of curious. I like to think there's a level of global fatigue on COVID and yeah. that there are, there's a vaccine out. There's pills that people can take to reduce uh, the ability to go in, or the need to go into hospital by 50%. So when there's therapeutics and preventatives, at some point, you just have to c- carry on with life, like yeah. quarantining again yeah. or socially distancing even like it's. We're, we're to the point we've got to move move forward. And we just had a big in-person conference in Texas, maybe 2,000 people. Masks were acquired, but didn't seem like they were enforced. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I read about one guy getting COVID, but had no symptoms. So I was also, you know, drink your water, take vitamin C, take your, you know, be healthy. Try to yeah, help. I mean, take care of yourself, right? Yeah, and exactly. I think that's maybe what's missing in the world today is just take care of yourself. Let other take other people take care of themselves. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we digress. So, <laughs> I, think, um, I do think November is a bad time. You're you're right though, Will. That in the past year, COVID got a lot worse during the winter time. Um, but the difference this year is we have measures in place to mitigate it. So sure. we've already seen in the U.S. the the Delta variant, to mention Delta for the third time, uh, <laughs> is decreased quite a bit uh, in the U.S. It seems to be on like a two-month cycle to burn out. And you know, maybe it goes somewhere else next and hurts their travel for a while. But it's good news that we're finally open to internationals. Um, it, I just don't know if it's going to move the needle enough for, um, for it to make a difference this year. Well, Probably. I, mean, I, I don't think they're going to do again restrictions. It will be too tough to have their second or third time in some places to close things. They won't do it. You'll see that people who would like to have their vaccination, they could get it now. I think and then might have a new shot probably maybe soon, yeah. but I don't think they will close things now. It's you can see things are too everything is open. They can't go back again. This won't happen. So I think that people well, take the responsibility where they can. I think when we're keeping it under currently would be. But yeah, if you see how things are moving first, like for example, Netherlands, everything was closed. There was no parties allowed. Now there starts as okay, now you can have a party. Those clubs are the clubs are so massively packed you can't even move. So yeah. I'm, this might be my concern because people miss it for for such a long time. They're just they're if they, they're doing it extra. They do it's more packed than ever before. So let's hope still people take the responsibilities and stuff. And I think Ross, it's can nice I ask you? Said, yeah, you I can. was going to say, can I ask you what's the um, I guess for being a person that would travel to the U.S. internationally, 
uh, what's the meant like what's the thought processes? Are people scared to come to the U.S. because of how open things have been, or do you think it's going to be? No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. You will see that, that. Of course, you have to be prepared. You have to fill in forms. I don't know what I have to do. I still have to check what I have to do to come to the U.S. Yeah, but I don't think so. You what we we'll actually see, we're in two weeks is a WTM, which is one of the biggest well hotel conferences for sure in Europe. And some employees are actually scared. To, we asked them, do you want to go there? And they, some of them said, well, I prefer not. So you can see actually people are scared. Indeed, some people are scared to travel. Mm -hmm. um, but there also has a group of people okay, we just have to continue. We just have to move on, right? And, and so there, you can see there's still the group of people who are concerned and, and scared. You have got the group of people who just, they just do everything as like, I don't care. I'm a bit in between. I just, yeah, I have to move on, but just still do what I can do just to, to protect myself or, or others. So. Yeah, I think to play devil's advocate to my point earlier, the, the cities in the U.S. that have been hurt most by COVID were hurt most because international travel wasn't happening. So Miami, New York, L.A., uh, places that are big gateway cities for international tourism, even Hawaii, uh, for them to be open now, means that much more occupancy in Miami and New York and LA. So if the Europeans that are more uh, progressive than Ross even are, are clamoring to get out, and you know there's a, a pretty decent subset of people that are used to traveling and haven't been able to for 18, 24 months, they're coming. Uh, I just don't know what kind of volume that is, and, and Ross can probably share maybe a little bit better. Well, I have to be honest that I check more often the weather forecast for Miami so far than the numbers of, of cases, right? So you can see you were just checking this for a while, like what is happening, where it goes up and down. And I think, well, I'm, I'm, I want to move on, right? So again, I just check more the weather forecast, even though because in here was snowing a few days ago already. So maybe that's the reason I'm checking this more often. But yeah. yeah. I, I remember in June or July of last year when COVID was waning and the, the topic of conversation, the icebreaker for a new meaning shifted from COVID to the weather. And we got through like 10 minutes of, of small talk before COVID even came up. And that was like a miracle, uh, a marquee moment in my mind of we've, we're, we're losing this desire, willingness, to, to speak about COVID, which is what needs, what ultimately needs to happen, right? It'll, it's still out there. It's still, it's still going, but we also have to learn to live with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why, we, I, we, that's why I learned I'm, it. Well, what is super excited, Michael, that we, and probably Will as well, that we're going to meet each other in person. That will be super fun. So there will be in, uh, is it in four weeks from now? Yeah. Exactly four weeks from yeah. now, we're going to be on focus, right? So uh, that would be cool. I never saw you. Maybe I would just see you for the first time. I go, uh oh, shit. <laughs> or just going to run to each other in slow motion. And but it would be fun. We should do recording there, but it will be, uh, yeah, that would be fun. We never met in person. So that's actually really cool. Yeah. Well, I just seen met... for a year. So how can you become knowing each other in a virtual world, right? Maybe you don't even exist. Maybe you're just in the, you're AI, yeah. right? Maybe, maybe you're an I avatar. You. Maybe, you're an, maybe you're an avatar. No, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I found out when I met when I met Golden in person. You know, we didn't have that running and slow mo moment together, and then found out he actually just hated me. So it, he didn't want to talk to me at all. He was just like, 
No, he texted me afterwards. He was yeah. really disappointed. Yeah. So he's like, I keep it professional yeah. because of the podcast, because it got paid so well. Yeah. He said, yeah. he texted me, but he said, that's the only reason. And he said, I'm, I'm happy that, of course, Delta sponsoring the show and, and Will paying sure. well. So he said, that's why I'm just doing this professionally. But he said, Free flights I, don't want have, I don't want, yeah, but I don't want any contact with Will after the show. So, but yeah. I'm really happy taking this professional, guys. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. This is the highest. Well, I, have a feeling yeah. It, I have a feeling it's not going to be that for the Michaels, but. You know. No, 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 no. We were just BFFs and just a lot of selfies to wheels. Like, like this is your friendship and stuff. <laughs> and we just. <laughs> uh, I'm heartbroken over here. Well, um, last week, Golden got to do the whose brand is it anyway. So, Ross, I'm going to give you a minute to find a hotel brand under one of the, the big flags. Uh, you don't have to do a picture or anything, but you're just going to call out the name and we're going to guess who it is. No cheating, Mr. Golden. I see you looking at your monitor. Uh, I'm or actually looking at looking for a flight. <laughs> just right. It reminds me I need to book it. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I think it's... Uh, okay, let's do it. It's going to be I've good. All right. So hang on. Here we go. We got to do, do the virtual. Hands up, Will. Yeah. Boom. Whose brand is it anyway? Hands up. One hand's holding. Both, both hands. Yeah, yeah. The other hand's holding the microphone. So, all right. Okay. All right. At well sweets. At well. At well. A T W E L sweets. I'm going to guess Best Western because I know Ross likes Best Western. I'm going to say IHG. Well done, Mr. Hilton. Slickers. Well done. Ah, damn. Yeah. I'm so mad. Yeah, I just typed in brands of IHG and there it was. Adwells. I never heard about it, even though IHG, we have them all on bedroom, but it's. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, I figured with the bedroom connection, IHG, you know, shout out to, uh, to our new sponsors over there. <laughs> no, they're happy to be a sponsor. So that's good. That's a good one. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, Speaking what of is... sponsors, shout out to Jetstream, yeah. sponsor of the day. Well, it, but actually, I want to say it's so amazing this show because we're just want to deal with a partner, and then I saw they're they're actually the companies they're working with, actually they're working with Operator, they're working with Jetstream. So actually, I reached out to Emmanuel and, and to to Steve, and actually asked them for like what is your your feedback about them, and they actually it was really useful. So because of this show, I just could actually verify the the new potential partnership with. Uh, PR company, so pretty cool. So shout out to also to awesome. Jetstream to come back on me on really short notice, and the same with our guys of Operto. So uh, yeah, well, actually, fun fun fact: I'm meeting with uh, Emmanuel Lavoie tomorrow for breakfast uh, here in Orlando. So that's Why actually going to be uh, uh, there is a conference, so like a high tech com- conference. All right, yeah. nice, cool. So we're we're going to meet in person, uh, <laughs> but yeah, great sponsors of the show. Uh, great friends. So you take a new contract you. with you for a new sponsorship agreement for the coming five years, or uh, we're going to extend the current one. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see if it's five years or if it's going to be you know maybe ten. I might just sell the media company and Jetstream will start running. But you, you reject the Netflix. We, you reject the Netflix off already, right? Because it didn't make any sense. Yeah. So you still yeah, talk with Amazon too. Prime. Oh, we, we still recording now. We still recording. Oh, Spotify. Yeah, we're still recording. Yeah, this, <laughs> um, this, is, a, this is some NDA stuff. Okay. No, it's okay. Well, before before we drop, um, well, shit, I forgot my train of thought. We can drop Amazon, Pro- Amazon Prime. 
No. Delta. Very good. Lifehouse. No. None no. of those. No. <laughs> Noise aware. No. None no. of those. Right. You're about Life. your friendship with Will? No. No. None of those. No. <laughs> no. I think uh, it's a good it to, to just to end and then just to uh, go yeah. back to work and speak yeah. in one week because need another coffee. For All sure. right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, great chat this week. Happy Monday. <laughs> See y'all next week.